going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleater with the My Two Alive podcast. It is January 14th, 2023, and this is the first podcast of the year, and I'm excited. It's been a little bit, um, as it typically always is. This is not my day job, so I enjoy, um, you know, sharing my my failures and my thoughts on all things two wheels, but um, yeah, it's been a little bit, have had a lot going on. Um, Life has consumed me. We've had vacations. I've had family coming over. We'll get into all that, but before we do, let's give it up to the sponsors that make it possible to, for me to uh, do the rad stuff that I do and share my uh, journey with you guys. Um, of course, MX Store. MX Store is the largest range of parts and accessories of, in all of Australia. 2 p.m. Promise. Epic crew there. I'm very, very fortunate to be a part of that crew. So if you're in Australia... New Zealand, anywhere that needs parts, accessories, anywhere around APAC, check out mxstore.com.au. Like I said, largest range. They just brought in the new Fathead cylinder heads for 125s. Um, cruise tune suspension that's on Mason's bike is 65. So they don't just carry the you know run-of-the-mill parts and accessories. They have the very unique stuff that makes you know guys like myself and you that are probably watching this P3 Carbon list goes on and on and on, but get over to mxstore.com.au to check it out. Intense Cycles, as you can tell, there's one in the back. Intense Cycles is a big part of my program. I'm very fortunate to be a global ambassador for this company. And, uh, yeah, because you listen to this podcast and because I'm a global ambassador, you can get Sleater, you can get 10% off using Sleater underscore 10 at checkout. And that's a massive deal. These bikes are so boutique, so insane, and I've been very fortunate enough to actually be putting in a lot of miles on my Intense Sniper and all-new Tracer S279. Can't say enough about that Tracer S. We're going to do a podcast just on that, equipped with Olin's SRAM uh, 1x12. It's just an amazing bike with that mullet setup. Olin spec um, sitting at around just at $9,000. in Australia, out the door. So, yeah, use Sleater underscore 10 for a discount on all intense cycles. Of course, the Taser and Taser Maxis code is good for North America and Australia. So, use it if you need it. And, of course, uh, Rhino Power. Got my uh, new, my hydration here. Um, man, Rhino Power is a leader in moto nutrition with Jet Lawrence winning last weekend. Aaron Tanty, current pro MX Australian champion using it. Hunter Lawrence, the list All Star Yamaha. Christian, uh, I believe Christian Craig's still using it at Husqvarna. So I use it myself. I then put in some big days. I'm a really big fan of the carb fuel. If you're putting in long days at the track, long days on your motorcycle, uh, on your bicycle, I really recommend getting a good balance of carb fuel. Carb fuel adds calories is what it is it adds the right carbs into your into your hydration to allow you to not bonk if you have bonked you know it sucks if you haven't bonked you don't want to so use sleeter 15 at checkout for 15 percent off rhino power products but that's about it guys um for sponsors we're going to ramp up this year going to add some more um yeah it's going to be a great year and i cannot wait to to kind of get things solidified and you know as my janky setup in the garage i got some stuff planned so until then let's just do this damn thing a1 was around was just last weekend uh round two in oakland should be tomorrow or tomorrow here in australia but guess what it's not it rain came down so let's dive into a1 
I've raced a lot of Anaheims. I was never at the front of the pack, typically at the back of the pack, but I've ridden a lot of laps around that stadium. And from a world away, watching on TV and seeing the feedback and watching these riders, that track is hell. When it gets like that, it has curbs at the bottom of the track or bad on the transition. The ruts go everywhere. It's tacky, notchy. Then to add to that, the track was actually legit. Rhythm sections for once steep. So Dirtworks did what they could, right? They, they, you know, those guys are magicians. They're the best in the business, but they only could do what they could do. And it raised havoc on everyone. Um, but gosh, you know, um, it's what it is. It's it's the same for everyone, and you have to ride it, and that's what it is. So, A1, lights class, let's dive into it. Um, you know, I, I really thought after qualifying that, um, you know, I tweeted Jet Lawrence, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. You know, Forkner was wild. The track was showing some weakness with his. He was fast. There's there's only about four guys on the same. There was about four guys on the same second. Lopes being the fastest qualifier, surprising but not surprising, right? Like we've heard that he's healthy, heard he's going fast, but yeah, it was surprising. Like the kids got skills, um, but we haven't seen him put it together like that. That that twisted development, uh, Club MX, FXR Yamaha, man, what a bike! Clearly, they've got their shit together using inso suspension. Um, for him to qualify first, but that I just thought, man, maybe maybe these guys have you know they're they're gonna put some heat on you know Forkner, not Lopes in the long run, but Hampshire, McAdoo, they're all right there in qualifying. So I'm like, this could be the year that you know you 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 expect to win that championship with Lawrence, and things could happen, right? Um, but you know what, he showed to be such a seasoned professional, such a seasoned rider out there, he didn't waver. He didn't care about being the fastest in practice. He didn't care about the heat races as such. He had some big mistakes early, but, you know, his crew behind him obviously got around him. He was like, ah, just chill out. Let's get through this. And, you know, he got behind the gate for the main event. And, you know, that's when his series started and Forkner's ended. And it just all kind of went. We needed Forkner to get in there and pressure him early. And, you know, the kids had some horrific luck. He tore his knee, broke his hand. It's unfortunate, but Jet just did his thing, right, as a champion does. He ticked off his laps. He got the win and dominated. I was um, impressed with Hampshire, um, not throwing it away. That's typically a track that he would, you know, throw it away get loose, um, right over his head. No, no, Trek was not forgiving, and kudos to him for, uh, you know, pulling it down for, for a solid second place. He he rode really good. Cameron McAdoo, man, um, he looked good as well. He was smooth. He was fast. Um, he's just not at the level that Jet is. And when the track's maybe not as detrimental or not as technical as far as not jumps but as far as terrain I think that Hampshire and McAdoo might have something for Jet in a couple lap for a few laps but Jet can do this every lap every damn lap um Mitchell Oldenburg P4 he rode smart he rode smooth that's kind of where I see him sitting right 
Um, Max Follin, P5. Yeah, once again, kind of where I see him sitting. He just needs more speed. He's young. I like to see what KTM is doing, building him up. I like to see that he still has a ride, but I need to see more speed. He's very technically sound, but he's got to build a base too, right? He's been hurt a lot. So, into the low P6. Um, man, that's rad. Kid's rad. He's had a tough couple years of injuries. Went to JGR on the Suzuki. Didn't do very well. I think being surrounded by the Club MX crew, um, and that program there is really, really beneficial to Enzo. He's a great kid. Um, stoked to see him doing so well. Um, it's it's really, really awesome. He's been at it for a while, and you know he's he was uh, one of the Orange Brigade kids, and his family sacrificed from Brazil, racing a lot of the amateur nationals. So stoked for Enzo Lopes. Like to see. I'd like to continue to see him do well. Levi Kitchen and uh, he. That was lackluster. I thought he'd do more. I can't imagine the pressure he has going into this, you know, this two weeks now off. Um, that team expects to win. They don't expect a P7, right? Um, so look for more from Levi Kitchen. I, I expected more. He should be doing more. He's not a rookie anymore. Um, Phil Nicoletti, P8. Man, the guy's badass, dude. Like, you know, he's a character. He's on pulp. But he's ripping. I think he just wanted to get through this uh, the weekend and – He's riding well, and I expect P. I expect some, you know, fourths, fifths, you know, from from Phil if he can keep it up, you know, like there's gonna be carnage. They had a carnage get through the season. I think uh, Phil Nicoletti's doing some rad shit. So stoked for Phil. P9 Styles Robertson, number 40 this year on the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha Levi Kitchen teammate. Man, once again. Shouldn't be there. That team doesn't pay these guys for P9. Um, uh, not impressed. I don't see it getting that much better, to be honest. He looked notchy. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This was a signing I didn't really agree with from the get-go. Uh, rounding out the top ten was uh, Derek Kelly, uh, AEO KTM. Solid, dude. The kid has just been on the right trajectory for a year now, man, and I'm so stoked for him. Um, yeah, really cool for Derek Kelly in the AEO program. And, uh, yeah, look for him to continue to get better and better and better. He's building that base. And things happen when you're in it. you got to be in it to win it, right? And I don't think he's going to be winning any races, but confidence builds. So, yeah, that's the top ten. And Jet Lawrence, man, West Coast. Um, this ain't over, but you're getting to see the glimpses of what could happen when you let this kid get away, right? Like, you don't want Chet Lawrence to get this momentum that he's had. You know, this will be, he's going on his third straight championship within this class, and all this talk about should he move up or should he not move up, he's in the right place. He's young. He needs to, you know, build his character. Um, yeah, he needs, he, yeah, just not, you can't say much more than the kid's almost perfect, right? Um, yeah, so top 10, Jet Lawrence, RJ Hampshire, K RJ Hampshire, Cameron McAdoo, Mitchell Oldenburg, Max Vollen, Enzo Lopes, Levi Kitchen, Phil Nicoletti, Styles Robertson, and Derek Kelly. Um, a couple standout rides that I, I really thought were cool. Hunter Yoder was a, uh, young SoCal kid. He finished P17, his first ever main on Kawasaki. He was on the Geico program. The team folded. He was slated to come through like Mumford. Um, he rode that 150 fuel-injected bike that Kibby built. 
and it's never gone right since that team folded for him. Um, whether he was going to go the right way or not, he's a good kid, works his ass off, run power athlete himself. Stoked to see him in the main. Um, great kid, man. I just like to see good people do good. Um, congrats, Hunter Yoder, on your first main event. Derek Drake, P12, isn't indicative of what he rode like. I was really stoked to see him and his Barak Suzuki um, out there, the way he was riding. He, you know, he was a sought-after amateur, rode for TLD, then he had some heart problems, had two heart surgeries. But it, I see, I think he's turned the corner. I, I look for Derek Kelly, I mean, sorry, Derek Drake to continue improving. Robbie Wageman, great style. Um, I don't know if this Suzuki's as good as Yamaha as a total package. I think the Suzuki's fast, though, because they were up there in all the starts. So those are some of my little call-outs for the lights class. It's a deep field, great riders. We're in for one hell of a West Coast. I'm stoked we have a weekend off so I can catch up on this, get get my feedback to you guys. But, um, yeah, on to Oakland. Um, no, not on to, it was supposed to be on to Oakland, but it's off now. So I think, you know, we go back to Anaheim. Um, 450 class. How do you... Wow. Wow in so many ways, right? You have Tomac winning the damn thing. Um, not surprised, but I am surprised that the bike looked that good. I had some intel that the bike was a big pile of poo, right? And I'm like, man, I'm just pulling up these results here to get the top 10. Um, yeah, I had some good insight. Not was surprised to hear that they were struggling um, from a good source. And that they had problems with the clutch and the bike being stiff and some other things, but it did not show come Saturday night, right? Eli Tomac was absolutely dominant. Um, you don't fall down this day and age and get back up and win, in t unless you're Eli Tomac now, right? So that was really cool um, to see him so happy, so dialed in, that new bike out there doing so well. Let's dive into this class, right? Rounding out the top 10, Joey Savacci in his 10th. Great ride. I'm sorry. Like, he got through it. He's on that uh, Require Racing Cowie, which is basically a pro-circuit Kawasaki that Mitch built for him for 450. I really like what Savacci's done. He's He's gone his own way. He's trusting the bike that he likes. He's, I think his dad's his mechanic, possibly. And he's just doing his own damn thing, right? He's... Staying on what works for him, I think. I think he needs to believe. Um, I like to see him continue to believe. He he stand, he he's up there more. Like he got pushed around a little bit when I don't think he needs to. After watching him ride in Melbourne for WSX, he's got more in there. I look for um, Savachi to improve heading into round two. Um, he's got speed. He's fit. Um, P nine Adam Cianciarello stoked. He's gone through some shit just like Forkner, even more so. He's racing. Do we have Adam Sincero racing? He's got P9. Um, let's let this kid come to fruition. This young man's incredible for the sport. He's insightful. He's fun. He's fast. He's intelligent. He ticks every damn box. Let's not criticize him to where he doesn't want to be there. I like what he's doing. I like the narrative he's trying to change. I think he's building this up. So P9, Adam Cincerello. P8, Aaron Plessinger. Really stoked with how he rode all day. And I'll be honest, he was aggressive in practice. He looked good in qualifying. Um, yeah, just I think there's something there. They clearly have the bike figured out at KTM Group. Really, really impressed with 
AP. I think, uh, you know, the results aren't indicative of his speed. I think he had a crash. But he's going fast where we didn't see that before. P7, Jason Anderson, we know that crash took a lot out of him. So hard to say, you know, that wasn't the Anderson that came, that was prepared, that that triple that he messed up and, you know, got scorpioned into really took a lot out of him. So P7 for him. Colt Nichols, P6, that was a, I wouldn't say sixth fastest P6. That was the best, that was the sixth best rider of the night based on not falling, getting, staying away clean. And hell yes, just like Adam, we have Colt Nichols back. The dude's got style. He's well-spoken as well. Um, he He's just good. He, you know, he had a, he had a year off of racing, getting back to Anaheim after a shattered wrist and, Stoked to see Colt Nichols back. HRC Honda obviously taking over Ken Roxon's bike. Really cool to see uh, Colt back on behind the gate. P5 Ken Roxon. Man, that was a that was a hard P5. He was up near the front. He had that flash of speed, but that that diving into that Suzuki, it looks long. It looks big. It doesn't look like it turns like he wants. But he was fast as hell in the whoops when he when he was straight. I think they have some work to do. Um, we know they have some work to do, but look for, um, I think, Ken to improve when the track's more of like a hard pack, can slide the bike around. I think that's when we'll see our best Ken Roxon on the Suzuki, but I don't know if he can win on it. it, it it's not looking favorable. P4, Dylan Ferrandez. Sneaky P4 on that 2023 Star Racing Yamaha 4 Really good. P3, Chase Sexton, he got tight, man. It, the nerves got to him um, late. He is fit. His bike's better than ever from what it looks like. He He's out of there healthy. Um, yeah, he's got tight. You know, he's up there. Shit's happening. Track's wild. 25 freaking minutes on that track. P3, I think they should be stoked. You know, HRC, P3, P6. It's a great night for HRC. Cooper Webb, P2, man. I think this was a track that was an underlier for the Cooper Webb that we all have seen before. I don't think he's second fastest by any stretch. There's a lot of carnage for him to get that, but he never quit. He was fast till the end, but he thrives on difficult situations. He thrives on um, people failing. He thrives on, you know, he's like a shark in the water and, it was great to see Cooper Webb back. I, I went on record about Gypsy Tales say he doesn't have the speed. I will back that up still. But he, I said he has, he's got the attrition. So Cooper Webb, P2, he's got some fire in him. You do not want to give that guy confidence, and that's what he's got right now. He believes he can do it. He thinks he can win, and that's scary if you're Cooper Webb's competition. Eli Tomac, P1. Holy crap, dude. <laughs> what a ride. They've, he's just on another level. On another level, he. I feel bad for the competition. They just they've got the package, and I think once again, as the tougher the track, it's harder it's going to be be to beat Eli. When you start being able to slide the bike around, um, you know maybe San Diego, then you might see some some uh, some challenges. I think the best guys to, to challenge him is going to be Chase and Cooper from the looks of it. No, sorry, Chase, Cooper, and Ando. So that's round one results. Um, 450 standout, some cool stuff. Shout out to Justin Starling, Kevin Morans, Freddie Noren, 
John Short, Josh Hill, and Grant Harlan. These guys, 17 to 22, privateers. This field is deep. They made it in. Um, I was always a privateer, so it's cool to see these guys ripping. I think Grant Harlan was the standout privateer of the night. Um, Malcolm Stewart had some speed. I think when he got in the front, the crowd went wild. I think he just seized up and a little bit of a brain fade. I hope he's okay. But he was fast, um, obviously leading. Um, Dean Wilson, man, stoked to see him out there and, you know, keep building. Scary tracks, had so many injuries. Christian Craig, crashing practice in the whoops, I think took a little bit out of him. So, um, they might take away for Anaheim. Jet Lawrence is solid, makes it look easy. The other, you know, McAdoo and Hampshire um, are needing to step it up. I don't think Kitchen and Robertson have anything for those guys, personally, um, in in the long run. Um, 450, Eli Tomac is on another level. Cooper Webb's got his confidence back, and we're heading to round two. Hopefully, Jason Anderson can get healthy, and we'll have some uh, some colliding of superstars. But uh, man, what what a what a night, right? It just the the parody, the the uh, excitement, the build up, and and you know, you know, you had a lot of you know guys like Pierce Brown and. Forkner that go down and it's, I use the saying history repeats itself. It's unfortunate, you know it does. You look at guys that have these injuries like that and it typically does. But I guess Pierce Brown is oh, is is banged up but not gone. So I think we get him back at round two. This this weekend off is a blessing in disguise for him and probably a few other guys. And thank God the mechanics don't have to have lime on their bike and ruin their shit. And the privateers aren't ruining their brand new race bikes. So. That's my takeaway on round one, guys, and um, kind of going into me, right? I'm, I'm a guest, and on these last couple of podcasts, I kind of go into my two real life, what I've been doing, and been pedaling a lot, guys. I've been on my roadie a lot. Um, it's summertime here on the Gold Coast of Queensland. I've been putting in early mornings. It's about it's light around 4 a.m., and I'll get up at you know 4:15. That newborn Ashton, uh, he's three months old now. Our youngest son from, you know, me and Sarah. And Noah and Mason have a younger brother. So Ashton is sleeping through the night from like 9 to 4. And I'll get up around 4 and make that time for myself to get up, get on the bike. I have some rad people I've been riding with. And uh, trying to get fit again, trying to shed a little bit of weight. You know, I've put on a little bit of weight that I'm not that stoked on <laughs> personally. But um, it's, it's, it's the beers and the food and the lack of calorie burn. But Getting on the bicycle is my happy place. I get clear, clear my head, start to get fit, start feeling well, um, feeling good. Um, and I have national champs coming up in Australia for Mountain Bike XC. That's I'm going to try to get down to that in Threadbow. That's down in Victoria. Uh, it's a 13-hour drive from the Gold Coast, and I'm really hoping I can do that. I have that Sniper Fro for my cross-country race bike. It's an amazing bike. Um, but before we're talking on bikes, let's really dive into that Tracer S279. What an amazing bicycle that thing is um, from Intense Cycles. That Mullet 29275 rear. Um, all new linkage design with the Olin's package front and rear um, and Magura brakes. Just the most Gucci spec. For, I just, it's helped me. I won the Queensland State titles on it and the confidence it's given me down big, rowdy stuff. 
42 years old. I'm not sending it as hard as I used to. So really stoked to be able to uh, find confidence in a you know 170 mil bike that not only goes down really fast, really stable, but also pedals extremely efficient up. So getting through um, the first month of summer, I'll start transitioning back onto that big bike. But right now I've been putting a lot of road, road miles, Ks in. Um, and trying to get some weight off, get get lean, and my next step is f- to be racing sunny states here in Queensland. Uh, it's a five-round series once a month, pretty cool. Um, first couple tracks are sand at Cool and Harvey, Harvey Bay. We go to MX Farm, Toowoomba, Echo Valley, which I've yet to been to. Um, yeah, it should be really good. I'm excited to... Uh, Get some dirt bike racing again on my 450 gas gas. And the really exciting news, the 125 Cup from MX Store is now part of the Sunny States. For each round of the Sunny States, we'll have the 125 Cup on Saturday with the juniors and vets. So I kind of that's great for me, kind of, but it's hard because I'll have to pick my poison. It's a three-moto format for each class. So, man, and, and speaking of newborns, time, efficiency, um, making sure that I – make time for myself, make sure I make time to get my my own time, right, to get my head clear. And um, We just, you know, took a one-week vacation at Budger Creek. It's an amazing creek into the ocean, you know, right just south of Burley, um, Palm Avenue area in uh, the Gold Coast, and amazing trip. We built, we first weekend we took in our van, VW Crafter, me and Sarah did ourselves with some help from Brent Reese. Stoked, man. I just, you know, making it easy, making it efficient, full van life. Um, with a family of five, they use it, the boys use a tent. Uh, we use the van to sleep in. We had a great time. Um, but I have to say, I love, I love working. I love applying myself. That week was enough. Back in my routine at MX store and is well with intense and trying to get in that rhythm with my fitness, get some days riding and also testing. So lots of testing coming up for my two life. Really excited to kick off this year. Today I tested the all new Fox mountain bike shoe feedback coming in that on that on a podcast very soon. And I write up on my two life, um, full test on the tracer two seven nine yeah, lots going on. Full spec on Mason's Super 65, Gas Gas, Cruise Tune, um, that whole shenanigans I've been doing. Um, but, yeah, lots going on. And, um, yeah, life is life is not easy, right? My parents came over before uh, Christmas to see the, us. We haven't seen them in two years. And, unfortunately, my mom had a heart, a stroke on the plane. As she got off the plane, she went straight into a ambulance and, it's just a debacle, but you know, by God's grace, she's came out of it pretty well. Um, got her to our house in Australia, um, or got her to our house on the Gold Coast after she left Brisbane. And yeah, I just so, send some prayers to my mom. She's got a long road. She's back in California now. Uh, it was so great to spend time with my mom and dad. Um, loving the bits and pieces. It's great for my kids to see him. Um, but it's, it's family's uh, family's hard. It's hard to say say goodbyes, um, but that's it, right? I'm here in Australia. I love it. Um, it's great for my family. We are, have so much opportunity, so much to learn, so much to see, and yeah, I just got to keep on keeping on. I'm just checking my notes here. Um, yeah, it, it's just, anyone listening to this, I encourage you to 
you know, I've said it once and I'll say it again, make some time for yourself. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of light in the day. There's a lot of time. It's all about being um getting that time for yourself. I'm looking to get the the trend with the ice bath. Um I'm, I really want to take better care of my body. Um, yeah, I got a slow, sore lower back, and um, yeah, I just want to make sure I do well for myself, right? Take care of my body, do well for myself, and get the most out of my body. Um, and at 42, I need to do a little extra. I can't just keep square peg round holding it, right? So day by day, you know, don't do the same thing over and over expecting a different result but um yeah that's it man it's january 14th this is the first episode of the my two alive podcast of 2023 can't believe it um i have a lot to be thankful for i have a lot of cool stuff coming up with the podcast a lot more sponsors that are going to be jumping on here um, and a lot more testing and really cool stuff that I know that people like to hear from me other than me just ramble about results and stuff that 800 other podcasts are doing. So if you're like myself, you know, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, or even your 20s, just remember, guys, take time for yourself. You know, work's hard, life's hard, relationships are hard. But you gotta make yourself happy. Be selfish with your time a little bit to get your own. Don't give up what you love. And uh, yeah, that's it for this podcast. Um, it was a great one. Appreciate everyone tuning in. Until next time. Cheers. You don't know what they about me. Is that something that you should know?